0: Everybody Pretend I got a hand I can land Cause we really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 Shows Taught Me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me Was not filmed before live studio audience
1: Do you not want to wait? Neither do we Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me I'm Jess Sterling Here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson
2: Sarah, how are you? Hey there, Mr. Man. How's it going, bud? Ugh. <laughs> Mr. Man. Mr. Man is not okay. Mrs. Ma'am. Mrs. Ma'am. Mrs. Ma'am and Mr. Man. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's cringy. I can't. It was a little embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Very. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: here. We're recording on Friday today, which is different and exciting for us.
2: Um, it's, like, super windy outside. I got, like, a weather alert. I don't know what the hell's going on, but nothing good. Yeah, my recycling's all spread out in my backyard, and I'm just, like, really <laughs> just building my myself. Uh, no, uh, I was pretty busy, so I haven't had a chance to deal with it, but, yeah, it's, like, literally it's like an easter egg hunt but instead of money and eggs it's it's trash trash on the ground lovely love a good trash hunt yeah um i don't even know i have to fix it (laughs) um and the best part of it is is that it blows into my neighbor's lawn so then i have to like Sorry, can, like, you pass over my, like, water bottle so I can, like, throw it out? It gets, like, really embarrassing. <laughs> that sounds like an awful time. Um,
1: yeah, I'm hanging out. I'm trying to think of anything new that I've been watching. And honestly, I really, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same stuff. Message. That I've been Hashtag. Yep. Been watching The Circle.
2: Dawson girls forever Why though no I don't want to be Dawson girls forever Hashtag 90s, JC 90s for
1: gals. life Hashtag 90s gals hashtag Shit 90s pod hashtag BFFs They do
2: the most ridiculous Hashtags that don't make sense I like it I buy It I buy into it totally but I'm Like fully in um, British British Circle, mm-hmm. um, right, Circle UK, up. yeah, alert, alert, which Alette, is so much better Alette. than, which is so much better than alert, mm-hmm. right? It is, it is. Their why? accents, oh, he's a bit of me. It's like the best. A bit of me, yeah. Um, Why do we even exist when, like, there's the British accent? Like, what's the purpose? To make...
1: Us look bad, like, and them look good. Like, literally, every person yeah. that has ever existed is like, Oh my gosh, British accents are so attractive. And they're right. We can't compare. Yeah.
2: No, I, in my, I mean, in my personal opinion, no, but yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, that's what we've been watching. We got Pokemon
1: Snap today for all you 90s kids out there who played Pokemon Snap on Nintendo 64 growing up. New one came out on Nintendo Switch today, and I'm pretty fucking excited to take some
2: pictures of some Pokemon. It's really chill. It's a really good time. Um, So you're saying that Pokemon Go came back?
1: No, it's not Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon Snap. I
2: don't know what that is. Pokemon Snap was a game that was on the N64,
1: and you basically, you rode in like this, almost like a four-wheeler type of contraption, and you took pictures of Pokemon, and you had to like... You had to, like, basically get the best picture of them. And it it's better if they're, like, in the center of the frame. It's better if they're bigger, if they're around other Pokemon. And you go through all these different, like, uh, environments and get see different Pokemon. And then this Judgey bee, who's a professor, judges the photos and, like, brings him into his laboratory. It's amazing. It's a very chill game, which is why I like it. Because I get very anxious if I have to, like, beat a big boss. So I'd prefer to just chill out and take photos of some
2: great Pokemon. So is it like a safari? Kind of. Yeah. OK. Yeah. It's a miracle that um, you and I met through technically a video game because like, you know, I don't play video games. Yeah. The, you really
1: mainly know like things through like The Sims and stuff, which yes. I also did play. And I here's the thing. I'm not even a huge video game person. Like, I like certain types of games, and Pokemon Snap, it just hits all the right points of, like, from my childhood, super chill, like to take photos of cute furry creatures, tick, tick,
2: tick, gets all tick, the boxes. Tick. Checks all the boxes, Checks yeah. Checks all those
1: boxes. So,
2: yeah, are, yeah. Um, are you indulging in a 90s nightcap today? I am.
1: I, so, yeah. I think this is honestly my new favorite hard cider Um, It's so good and like it's to the point Where I usually will be like You know super cheap and I'll just get like a reds Or like an angry orchard but it's like These these are the ones that come in like A four pack of cans and that's how you Know it's like expensive is when they're like We're just gonna sell you four Um, Yeah, but it's Beacon Skiff 1911 uh, and it's specifically the black cherry hard cider. Also, does it hurt that the can is just like very aesthetically pleasing? Like it's a matte black. And then there's, like, cutouts for, like, the letters and the numbers that are, like, shiny, purpley. Yeah, she looks
2: like she goes to a rave.
1: Yeah, they're delicious. And they have a ton of different flavors, too. I'm going to need to get some more of them because, honestly, they're so, 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 so good. Anyway, what are you drinking?
2: I got myself a margarita. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Blended, blended. Love ya, love ya on the rocks on the rocks i wish i wish i i blended it because i love a blended bev mm-hmm. but um i was clubhousing right before we came on and getting out the Nutribullet bullet to it's a lot get of work. like to, to it's a lot of work and it's very noisy oh my gosh speaking um, of ice
1: guess what is hooked up in our new refrigerator we have an ice maker
2: Oh, she's rich now. Scared the
1: bejesus out of me because I was by the fridge on the phone with my mom, and all of a sudden I heard, <laughs> and I was like, "What yeah, the fuck is going it's on?" It's loud. It's it loud. The, it was the
2: ice maker. <laughs> but that's exciting. Well, love a mark. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I. It's lime because I've been really craving lime jello, so this is the closest thing I can get to it. <laughs> Literally, you're the first person in history to ever be like, "I was craving lime jello." Because we were talking about I it I know but nobody on. craves lime jello I know my friend told me that Blue Raz is the one Ooh, to do Yeah I, I don't disagree um, with that It's a good yeah, one Yeah a blue Raz moment Yeah the only
1: thing is is like I, I prefer to have like a
2: red color Just because
1: if it's gonna like color my tongue At least red is like a more normal color than blue That's true
2: it does color your tongue mm-hmm. That's the one thing about jello Yep Um. So shall we get into some Dawson's Creek chat Love it, love it, love it
1: Booyah Um, We are covering season 2, episode 4 of Dawson's Creek Tamara's Return Dun dun
2: dun Yeah
1: Uh, So I'm going to read out the uh, groupings that we have this episode And as per the use, you're going to pick where we're going first So we have Dawson and Joey Dawson and family uh, Dawson and Pacey Jack and Joey Jen and Abby, Pacey and Andy, Dawson and Andy, Pacey and Tamara, Mitch and Tamara, and then just Joey.
2: Just Joey. Um, let's talk about Jen. Let's talk about our disaster duo in Jen and Abby. Yes,
1: starting it off spicy this week.
2: Yes. woo Um, so Jen is a sad sack. As usual, you
1: know, four episodes in, still sad sack
2: Jen. Still sad sack. She's really feeling it now. Like, she got rejected by Dawson in the last episode. Mm -hmm. She got super embarrassed. Um, And she's just, like, moping now. But so now at least she's gone out of bed. At least we're, like, one step, like, further into her getting over it stage. Mm -hmm. But... She's in the lunchroom She's being a sad sack And Abby comes around And rubs like a thousand bucks In her face <laughs> Which is evidently Her monthly allowance Insane
1: amount of allowance um, The thing is Is I feel like at least Abby is like generous With her money With her friends And she's just like Come on Jen Like stop being a sourpuss We're going shopping Like get in bitch We're going shopping um. <laughs> yeah. And I love how annoyed Abby gets with Jen's like lust for Dawson She's just like really you're not oh, like, yeah. a fucking loser yet come on <laughs> She probably asked that like three times a day Oh 100% yeah Abby has yeah. no time for Jen's schoolgirl crush or whatever you want to call it um, yeah She's just like And Jen's like I don't like feeling like I'm in the outskirts Of Joey Dawson and Pacey Bitch
2: fine, I know i <laughs> Yeah I know So she's That's what she's upset about Like she feels like Really really out of sorts For being on the outs With the cre- cre- creeps mm-hmm. And she doesn't like That she got rejected Nobody likes getting rejected Of course So um, Abby's Response to that Is count your blessings Because those people Are born Yes Which I feel Which I feel is, like, we've said that before. Yeah, like, (laughs) Like,
1: we're, like, heavily involved in all of their, like, individual drama and their family drama. But, like, from an outsider's perspective, I don't disagree that Abby would... Like, I totally can get where Abby's coming from, where she's like, what is it that's so great about these three people on Dawson's Creek? Like, go find somebody else on the creek to hang out with, Jen. Like, anybody. Yeah.
2: And she did. Like, honestly, like, Abby is... "Quote unquote more fun than Dawson, Pacey, and Joey." Right,
1: and so Jen is basically so they they go shopping, and Abby apparently blows her entire allowance in twenty minutes. Like,
2: yeah, very impressive. So, how much money do you think this really was? Like, do you think that this was like a hundred bucks in like fives and tens? It had
1: to be more than that. So Abby buys like a bunch of things, and she also buys something for uh, Jen. So. I assume that her family's more well off because she calls right. like we've seen her call Joey like trailer trash or white trash or something like that. Right. So indicating that she probably has more money than her.
2: So she lives in the same area that like Andy
1: does. Probably. I would assume so. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would guess so this is an entire month's allowance. I'm going to guess like 500 bucks.
2: Five. OK. 500 seems like the next step up. My next guess. But there was definitely Some smaller bills in there Because I think like Abby demands that She's like Parents Please get me My $500 Monthly allowance In like Five, tens, 10s, and 20s. Yeah, like wants I wants to, like, like fan a whole... herself
1: with her money. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she is generous. She buys Gen mascara and lipstick at the very least.
1: Right. And if you're, I mean, it, I don't think Abby shops at the drugstore. So I assume they went to, like, a Sephora or, like, whatever is similar to No, Sephora.
2: it's the 90s. They went to MAC.
1: MAC. Yes. Yes. MAC. MAC yeah. lipstick. 100%. And those are not yeah. cheap. So... Um, she splurged on, like, also, can I just say, for those of you who wear mascara, buy a drugstore mascara. There's so many good drugstore mascaras. I do not feel the need to go to, like, a Sephora to buy a mascara. I'm just saying. There's so many that work. Um, anyway. So, Jen decides that she'd rather be a bad girl than be depressed. And in my head, I'm like, fucking good. I'm tired of you being depressed. Like... And in real life I would have a little bit more sympathy If someone's not feeling great Whatever whatever But when I'm watching mm-hmm. television Why do I want to watch Someone be sad Go do bad things yeah. Jen
2: Be yourself. Oh yeah. self I mean I don't know How bad shopping is Like when they kept saying that I was like Like It would be better If they were like shoplifting And not spending Abby's $500 monthly allowance But um, she's like I left New York City To be to not be a bad girl anymore But if being a bad girl means that you, You're you walking around in a state of Loneliness and depression then bad Girl it is here's the thing um,
1: Are you surprised we didn't get Like a shoplifting Segment I like
2: I keep I keep Waiting for it it's like, like I feel teen like Drama
1: storyline yeah like, it's an every Teen drama that someone's gonna I shoplift know. Something
2: yeah no I think I mean it's Probably coming I I Fully expect to see something Of those sorts in this show And probably soon Because what Jen's not really Besides getting drunk at the Party like Jen's not really Pushing herself onto Dawson She's not really doing Bad girl things In a way right right No I mean beyond like she got Drunk like at the party and She's underage But like but everybody else was doing That and Pacey was doing that Well, Pacey was drinking. I don't even know if Pacey was drinking. She hasn't
1: done anything that outrageous yet. That bad. No, no
2: meth. No. Still waiting for the meth. No meth. But nope. there is
1: an older guy um, who is sitting behind them while they're eating lunch. And Abby mm-hmm. is very bold and immediately mm-hmm. like invites the guy to eat with them. Apparently, he's a fisherman. Abby gives him her number. But he. what's weird is that... He seems to know they're underage or at least like right. I feel like he can sense that they're not quite legal.
2: Well, he knows because he calls them teeny boppers. Right.
1: And yet it's he seems very interested in Jen. Um, it's weird. maybe Jen looks 18. But why wouldn't he? I don't know. I just if you assume that Abby's know. young, you have to also assume that the girl she's hanging out with is probably the same age.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, Yeah it's a little questionable It's a little questionable But he's I mean honestly He's very good looking I would have eyes on him too Yeah
1: his name is Vincent And he's a fisherman And Jen and Abby Go on hunk patrol And (laughs) Hunk um, patrol (laughs) Hunk patrol And um, Abby They eventually find him And Abby is just like So Just lays it on So thick and yeah. like you said vincent says he's not interested in playing some blue collar pinup for some oversexed condescending teeny bopper
2: whoa yeah well he she calls him a laborer which i feel like is very like Oh like you're a working man Like I'm not right. gonna have to work For the rest of my and life And you can
1: totally This is where we get the sense That like Abby definitely Comes for money Is when she s- says things like that mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't say yeah. Stuff like that
2: if you were It was very tone deaf um, Out of touch Like it was a weird thing to say Yeah
1: And basically Like she leaves She stomps off And Jen is like Oh give give Abby a break Um and he asks Jen out, and I'm just like, dude, you know they're underage, right? Like, you have to know they're
2: underage. Right, yeah. Um, It was a little weird, but I think that... Did you I think, think something, something was going to of...
1: happen between Jen and Vincent?
2: No, I didn't think so. I was like,
1: if we get another... Because, I again, I've seen the show... Doesn't mean I remember every single plot line that's ever existed on the show. And I was like, so help me God if we get another like statutory
2: rape situation. I cannot with this show. No, I think I think we've had enough. Yeah. I think that, um I think the show's the point of Vincent was to show that like Jen really really needs Abby because it's literally all she has at this moment like everybody else has ditched her she doesn't have like a lot of eggs in any other basket and um, with Abby being like pissed at her it's like you know she really is like out of out of sorts and um, I also think it's kind of maybe a way to give Jen like a little bit of a confidence boost Like she's been such a sad sack, like a guy actually noticing her. Mm. She might be like, oh, like I am hot shit still. This haircut might not be that bad.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's actually really fair. I hadn't thought about it that way. But like what it ends up doing is getting Abby like really pissed at Jen and the she like hits her She is really mad Like and this is where you yeah. see the bad sides of Abby Right like I feel like when Abby's Like friendly to you and she's your friend Like she's loyal to the soil But if she like thinks you've slighted. slighted her
2: Then mm-hmm.
1: oh my You're god dead to her Yes and I loved the argument between them Where Jen's like don't blame me because you got rejected And Abby's like that's your specialty And she walks away Yep <laughs>
2: Yep yeah, so we leave off with it being unresolved. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what's going to come of the Jen and Abby friendship, the disaster duo. Right. I mean,
1: I'm hoping personally to be disastrous. For a reunion between the disaster duo because I feel like yeah. this can't be over yet. They're so much fun together.
2: No, I think that they're going to get over it. Abby seems like she's probably one of those psychos that gets really mad really fast and then 10 minutes later is like, Oh, that! Like I forgot about that. Yeah. So, or she's the type that holds a, holds a grudge forever. Um, we'll see how that goes. Probably in the next episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hope that they're they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. The disaster duo is going to live on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
1: Next, let's go to let's go to Mitch and Tamara because it's kind of quick and there's like not a ton going on. I find it completely unrealistic and ridiculous that Tamara suddenly has a ton of real estate in town that she needs to offload.
2: (laughs) I wasn't sure if like she was like, you know what? I'm done teaching. I'm now going to be in real estate or if these were like her properties. It seemed like a little. Obviously, she had to sell her house. That made sense to me. But yeah, I wasn't quite sure I guess she does own it She's like, you know, I want to like offload it Like I want to like, you know, cut ties from Cape's side completely Right,
1: exactly And then Mitch is looking at it because of the restaurant situation But Mitch um,
2: is very inquisitive about Like he's like asking this about Tamara's affair A very strange um, Yeah A very strange exchange Like, like who what? even
1: brings that up? And then she fires back at him Like oh I hear you're no stranger To scandal yourself bitch how do you even Know about his aff- how does her- she know How does she know was She's it been gone
2: uh, I, I maybe Pacey told Her at the time like That probably makes sense to me I'm trying like, to think of the
1: timeline if Tamara was still around When it must have happened he, at the same time Yeah, They were like yeah. really yeah
2: so maybe Maybe that was like Pacey being like Tammy you'll never Guess the shit I heard today from Dawson Like, because they had to have talked somewhat, but like actually no, because they were too busy talking innuendos. So I don't even know when they had the chance to talk about just random stuff. But um, unless it like really got around town, which is I don't think I don't think it's possible
1: if it's like that small of a town that people would know, especially because like they're anchors at a news station. So like I Mm -hmm. feel like that would get around.
2: Um, Yeah, but that's her scandal Gail's scandal, not Mitch's scandal Nobody's married to her, so people would know that Um, But yeah,
1: and like The whole point of of This all happening, obviously Is to get Dawson to bump Into Tamara And then have to tell Pacey about it Um,
2: Right, right Which he didn't even get to do Um, Was it just me Or was there, like, when Mitch Was going to see the property was there, like, weird sexual tension? Yes. It, okay. There was a 100% chemistry
1: to the point where I questioned whether I didn't remember um, Mitch and Tamara, like, hooking up. I was like, okay, because is this going to happen? I'm just, like, in my head, I'm picturing, I'm like, are they going to have, like, sex in this warehouse? <laughs> like, is Pacey yeah. going to walk in on them? <laughs>
2: Yeah, is this, like, something that we do on Thursdays now while, like, Mitch is in his open relationship? Like, that's what it felt like. So if that's not the case, then it's, like, then why – like maybe the actors were like really into each other. Yeah, there was just something there, some there sort of
1: zing. There was a, an electric, some sort energy. of something. Yeah. yeah, and it was funny because I was like, oh, I wonder what Gail would think of this, of <laughs> like yeah. using his Thursdays to bang Tamara, the girl who, uh, or the woman who had sex with a
2: teenager in yeah. this warehouse. Ugh. Um. So yeah, Sammy, uh, Sammy, Tammy just wants to sell the property, get out of Cape Side. Um, I wonder if Mitch buys the property to build the restaurant mm-hmm. that he'll never, you know, continue.
1: Yeah, we're still still waiting to see what happens with Mitch's restaurant career situation. Um, right. but yeah, let's let's go to Dawson and PC because this is obviously it kind of makes sense chronologically that like Dawson is now trying to get PC alone for like a millisecond to tell him what's going on, that Tamara is in town. But of course, like Andy's there and then Pacey's late. And so they he, they never really quite connect. Um, mm-hmm. I also loved that Pacey assumed As soon as Dawson walks up That he has an issue between him and Joey And they're like fighting again I know
2: Well it's because it's like totally crying wolf Like how many times did he, Dawson make yeah. about him So when finally Dawson's like I have something to tell you that's important Pacey's like I don't fucking care Like I don't care no, about whatever he? BS you have to spew um, But at this time it was actually important Dawson did try um, But he could have like physically been like I need to talk to you, like, right now. Like, let's go into the janitor's closet again and talk. He could have whispered. And could talk. have
1: written Pacey a note yeah. and Dawson have, Yeah, Dawson could have Yeah, Dawson done could have
2: tried a little harder. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and then later on, we get the con- confrontation about, um, I mean, this is like, we're Kind of jumping all over the place. No, it's fine. We
1: can stick with Pacey and Dawson because I do think that, like, I mean, it's fine. I think it's fine to jump in this case just because I think it's important to talk about, like, Dawson as a friend to Pacey and, like, how we think he handled this. We already said we think he could have tried a little bit harder to tell Pacey about Tamara. Um, Right. But Dawson, in my opinion, is a great friend here. He tells Pacey to stay away from Tamara. There are girls his own age that like him. Mm -hmm. he spills the beans about Andy which how do you how do you feel about him spilling the beans about Andy liking Pacey
2: I think it was a little bit too soon like you know I, (laughs) I literally I don't think that Dawson gives a crap about anybody in the entire creek besides like Pacey a little bit Dawson um Joey a little bit more and then himself the most it's like don't you want to make other friends yeah like don't you want to like make something with Andy so just like another connection but yeah like I didn't love that Dawson just like spilt the beans right away I felt like she really asked him to not
1: I disagree, and the only reason I will say that I, I disagree is simply because I don't know if he necessarily spills the beans about Andy If he's not worried that Pacey is going to go see Tamara. I think the Mm -hmm. reason he says it, because he doesn't just say it to say it. He says, listen, I know you still have feelings for Tamara, but there are girls your own age who like you. Like, I feel like he's using it to convince Pacey that you don't need Tamara. There are girls in the the creek who like you. You don't need to go after Tamara. So I feel like, you know, I can kind of understand why he says it.
2: I guess so. But also... You're kind of just breaking the trust with Andy and Andy, but here's the Andy, thing he doesn't he's not friends with Andy. Why does he care? I he's friends know, with Pacey I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I, I feel bad think, for Andy.
1: okay, well, that's I, I feel like we need to talk about Andy and Dawson simply because it pertains to this. In my opinion so Andy goes to Dawson And tells and basically <laughs> asks Dawson if like Pacey's Ever said anything about liking anybody She basically wants to know she's acting very Again this is very like sixth grade Like she basically wants to know does Pacey like her In my opinion Andy should not go to Dawson If she wants this information to not Get to Pacey Don't tell Dawson you like Pacey Unless you want Pacey to know they're best friends Ugh
2: I don't know Sarah This
1: would be like This would be like We're kids And Um Let me try to think about this We're kids And you're best friends With a guy And I'm just like Oh my gosh Do you think he likes me? Like do you though? Like you're best friends With that guy You're gonna tell him That I said that Like we're not the best friends In this situation
2: Oh that's Mm -hmm. not a bad That's not a good example But you know what I mean Like Literally you just told me That I'm not your best friend (laughs) And you want me to talk about Dawson's Creek now.
1: Here's the situation then. I go, oh no. Why do I not? Oh, I know. A guy comes to me and says, oh my gosh, do you know that girl, Sarah? She's so pretty. Do you think she likes me? Why would I? I would always tell you. I would always come to you
2: and tell you. But, okay, so like a random guy. So you're saying that if it wasn't, if like. You were friends with the guy, and they said that about me. I would. Would you keep it confidential? Exactly. I think
1: that it. I think It's it's because
2: they're not friends. Yeah.
1: I think the difference is you and my relationship with you outranks my relationship with that guy. So Dawson's relationship with Pacey outranks his relationship with Andy. He barely knows Andy.
2: I don't know. When has he even had conversations with Andy? I don't think he has I think this is the first conversation That's what I'm had. saying so why does he need to keep it yeah. Confidential
1: and you know me like I'm all about yeah. The trust but in my opinion He's using this to Keep Pacey from going to see Tamara
2: Yeah no it's a Um it's a Omission no not Omission it's the opposite of omission. it's A mission it's an Admission for the Sake of making a point exactly but I think I, I hear and you. I do love.
1: I mean, are you are you liking Andy more now? I mean, I know she's new and we're we're only four episodes in. But you had to love her scene with Dawson and how like nervous and like
2: cute she is. She's very cute. Like she's very cute. Like I feel like I liked her like fondling Dawson's underwear. They were dirty and too. Andy
1: dropped yeah.
2: the boxer. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it's that. Amazing. I like her like nervous energy. Like I think that like ultimately like I like a little bit of sass in my teen drama characters. So but I think that if I was watching this as a 15 year old, I think Andy would be my character that I gravitated to because maybe I felt like I saw a bit of me in her and mm-hmm. um, but she's a bit of you is that what you're saying a bit of me yeah exactly <laughs> so i think that like i would have really liked her as a younger person like taking this show and watching it seriously and being like no i like this person but as a old bat um that is watching this episode or this thing i'm like i want andy like a little bit of sass but i i like what andy's bringing i
1: think she has I, sass like i feel like joey She does. She does. And Andy has very specific targeted. Okay, no,
2: she's sass okay. I think the difference is she is sassy specifically to Pacey, but she's not funny like Abby's funny and like Joey's funny. I guess that's the difference. Like she's sassy, but she's not funny. Funny in her sass yeah
1: I could see that And, uh, and then we're only uh, but, four episodes in so I Think like yeah. obviously this is like she's Still a brand new character yeah um, so we're, we're gonna see. yeah they're
2: still this, Developing so. her I mean like she's not Like a sad sack of flour like Jen yeah So yeah. she's better than Jen mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's not Hard to um, be right now
2: <laughs> but I think that like I Think that she's still in, like the lower Tier of my Rankings at this moment. Interesting. I think what We should do is
1: like when we're halfway through the Season I'd like to get like a new gauge From you on like maybe we should do it End of this episode and then Midway Mm -hmm. and then obviously the end of The season kind of like where you're ranking Mm -hmm. The characters now that we have a few more um, Joining us I think that would be interesting to kind of gauge How it changes.
2: Yeah Totally. So um okay So basically She's he Dawson Says like You know, that, like, really, like, obnoxious, like, pig shit that Pacey does. Like, that's his way of saying, I like you. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Andy's cute. She's like, really? Like, you think so? And he, she's like, uh, Dawson's like, go tell him. Go tell him that you like her. And she's like, I can never. I can never do that. Mm -hmm. I can never. So... Um, you know, it leaves as like she's excited because there's a possibility that Pacey might like her, too. Also,
1: I want to just say that one other thing on the Andy Dawson thing, I feel like Andy knows that Dawson is going to tell Pacey.
2: Well, she wasn't that bothered by it at the end of the episode. So maybe it was intentional. Maybe like I need to give uh, Andy a little bit more credit. Like maybe this was a very like intentional dropping I think it was one of those things where Andy
1: and Pacey are never gonna say to each other that they like each other so Andy's like let me go tell Dawson and then Dawson will tell Pacey and then neither one of us has to exactly say it but we both know that we just like each other you know
2: right yeah Um, I could totally see
1: that being the situation but um I I love the scene between Dawson and Andy I thought it was very cute and her holding the boxers and the whole thing I just thought was very funny
2: yeah she's um she's kind of like me when I'm nervous like I I've talked about this before like I'm kind of like a paper ripper when I'm nervous like I like make like little mini footballs like she needs to have something in her hands when she's talking about something that makes her a little bit nervous Mm
1: -hmm. yeah she's cute
2: um should
1: we move right to Pacey and Andy because I think we're kind of already on that subject anyway
2: sure of course
1: um so what do you think of Andy's movie selections we have Ghost the Way We Were and Dumbo if you're ranking these movie selections, what's what's your order here?
2: Um. So, is "The Way We Were" the Dustin Hoffman movie?
1: "The Way We Were" is Barbara Streisand.
2: Mm, I've um, never seen it. It's
1: really good. It's Robert Red Robert Redford and Barbara Streisand, and basically, um, Katie. It's referenced in Sex and the City. You'll probably remember it from that, um, because the character's name is Hubble. And don't you remember <laughs> there's a fa- in my opinion, there's a famous scene in Sex in the City where um where Carrie says that there are curly girls and there are straight hair girls. And the curly girls never seem oh. to get the guy. And that they always they talk about the way yes. they, the way we were with Barbara Streisand and she's Katie. I with do the, remember. She's Katie with the curly. And
2: I do remember and that. And then don't
1: you remember she goes up to um she goes up to Big and she says uh, your girl is lovely, Hubble. Because that's like a quote from the movie.
2: I remember. I, was, I remember that from Sex in the City. Literally, the
1: only I, reason I ever watched The Way We Were was because of Sex in the
2: City. Mmm. So, um with that, I hate Dumbo. Like is one of the movies that I really, really, really hate from Disney. Yeah. Not a fan at all. Bottom tier. Um, I like Ghost. I've seen Ghost a bunch. I own Ghost. So I would have to say, like. It's probably the top tier and then The Way We Were just because it has to be better than Dumbo.
1: Yeah, I would put The Way We Were first. i I've never seen Ghost, funnily enough. Um, oh. So I would put that second though hmm. because I also do not like Dumbo. Um, so yeah, I would. But I think it's funny that uh, Dumbo is the movie that that Pacey really, really likes <laughs> and and she thinks he's I don't know it.
2: why they like Dumbo so much. He apparently cried during Dumbo. And she likes that about him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's into it. She first doesn't believe him. And then she she's kind of into it. And then he, like, he asks her out to basically, like, go walk around town. And I also think she thinks this is, like, a joke. Like, she thinks he's, like, playing with her, messing with her. Um. Mm-hmm. But then she, like, gets this, like, look on her face. Like, she's, like, really excited about it. And it's going to be all cute.
2: And yeah. we're going to go
1: on a little date together.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going great. It's going swimmingly. They're like talking. They have the bands. She has um, another
1: car accident, by the way.
2: She hasn't. How she's a mess. Someone take this she's girl's license
1: away. Yeah, the
2: sob is in the shop. Um, and then yeah, we get the whole moment where Pacey is stopped dead in his tracks. He sees Tamara, and you knew he this is coming. Wide eyed. Um, like she's seen a ghost and then Tammy's Like oh hi Pacey like Introduce me to your friend and
1: she, Like I was you know, so annoyed him- with Tamara in this moment I'm like really Dude like let him be let Him live
2: yeah Yeah she's definitely like Dabbing on him or is that A dabbing thing anymore whatever Dabbing is so, the thing
1: with the arm You're like yeah no. like
2: Okay whatever <laughs> just me trying to be Cool so She's like Yeah, introduce me to your Oh, Duncan. Maybe Maybe. Okay. So and she has to be like, Hi, like I used to be Pacey's teacher and Andy's like, Oh, like hi Um, and then she's like, Okay, talk to you later and then like, Andy can tell right away that something is weird about this whole interaction. Yeah, but interaction.
1: she thinks that Tamara, like, flunked him or something like that. Like, she doesn't. Something.
2: Like, she's picking up on something. At least she's self-aware. Like, thank yeah. goodness for that. And then Pacey's like, oh, like, something came up, gots to go. And she ditches him. And she's just, like, so confused. Left out in the dust. And then um, we see Pacey is following Tammy. So
1: Yeah, not great.
2: Not cool. Not cool. Don't, don't, don't ditch her. Then we get Andy going to Dawson. And then the last scene between Andy and Pacey is at the end when uh, it's after Pacey's last uh, interaction with Tamara Mm -hmm. and she uh, he finds her at the cafe and he eats her burger. And um, Andy can tell right away that, like, Pacey knows something or she suspects that she, he might know something. He's like, he Dawson told you. He said something. He yeah. said something. And she's like, I might have had a feeling, a flight, like a, a like a, a slight Passive feeling, but feeling. now it's gone. Yeah, it's passing. It passed. It's gone. It might be here. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, and then I think Beast is like, you like me. You really like me. Um, yeah, he's he's a tease. Their their final then, interaction for the
1: episode was yeah. very cute. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciated it because. I think only Pacey can get away with like ditching somebody mid-date, coming back, stealing a piece of their food, and then like everything's fine. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Not right. It's not right. Don't steal the bergs. Yes. Um. And then Andy notices um Tamara outside, and it, we get the like the whole like. I used oh to she's know just her. somebody that I used to know The
1: way that he says it too I feel like if this was modern Modern day they would have played that Somebody that you used to know That's what somebody. I thought too yeah
2: that's exactly <laughs> Or um Oh gosh. who is it that hates
1: when we sing on the podcast I apologize for singing on the podcast But I had to do it You're the one with a good voice I think that
2: they're Complaining about me
1: I mean I'm not trying to sing so it's also probably the problem Um But yeah I think that, like, I did like that. I, I just love the,
2: like, he's
1: so sincere about it, but it's so ridiculous. Like, it's such a ridiculous line in a teen trauma. I know. Like, I Very used traumatic. To
2: know her. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. So oh <laughs> <dramatic.
1: laughs> um, Should we get into the Pacey and Tomorrow stuff just to get out of this freaking storyline from hell?
2: Um. Yeah let's get into Tamara and Pacey because we're here Yeah we're already here so we might as well Um. So once Pacey finds out that
1: Tamara is in town He like has to go see her of course um, Yes And he's like oh our previous interaction was awkward Like yeah dude it's gonna be awkward Like I don't understand I feel like Pacey's just never had Even if Tamara wasn't someone who you know it's too old for him and it's like illegal for them to be together and all this other stuff even if that wasn't the case running into an ex is literally always going to be awkward
2: yeah absolutely um there's no workaround around like it always is mm-hmm. so i think that he felt like very unsettled not only seeing her but because it was so awkward but also he was like with Andy and he made it awkward like he didn't even say anything to Tamara right. so um So Tamara like has to Like treat him like he's a Three-year-old and it's like Yeah it's supposed to be Awkward you know it's Awkward then it's gonna be Awkward now it'll be Awkward tomorrow like it's Always gonna be awkward Like that's just like the Facts of life
1: and she Always has to like oh as a Reminder I was your English teacher because This is a classic Pinter Moment like Tamara yeah Get off your fucking high Horse for like a Millisecond and just talk To Pacey like he's an Average adult who the Fuck knows who Pinter Is
2: I don't know who I don't I do not know who Pinter is. Am I supposed to know? I mean I don't think so I've never heard of him I was an English major I don't know if that's a sl- Oh you were an English major And you don't I don't know now. if that's
1: a slight On my education Or like an indictment Of my education I don't know who this guy is It makes right. sense to me though Like oh everything is said In the silences The motion behind What they really want to say Is too overwhelming It's like She's <laughs> making it worse Because I feel right. like If you want to make it easy Just be like Yeah we've both moved on We're fine Like in my well opinion, I mean but they work. know
2: they haven't both moved on but and they're not I'm fine saying.
1: I think like you need to just in my opinion like say it until you believe it just be like we're fine we're fine, we're fine. everything's good we're fine
2: that's so weird jess <laughs> that is so strange <laughs> really? um that's I feel like it's not fake normal it, it's like
1: fake it till you make it behavior it's like I'm fine' I'm, I'm over you and then you keep if you keep saying that enough it'll be true
2: Okay. Like, wow. Like, I've never experienced that phenomenon in my really? life.
1: What is it called? Like, you not not prophesize. You're um, manifesting manifesting it. Yes, you're manifesting your feelings. You
2: can't manifest feelings.
1: You totally can't. You can't
2: like trick yourself into feeling like you're okay.
1: I think. I feel like it, the. How do you? Okay, let me think about this. Do you think that it is true, the adage adage is true, that time heals all wounds? I do, yeah. So I do too. And I think that, like, it's not going to necessarily happen that way if you don't, like, force yourself to move on from it and kind of, like, force your mind to
2: change, right? Do you want to hear the old, like, Chinese prophecy that I believe in when it comes to this? The best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. Oh, is that from Sex in the City? I don't. I think that's from Life. It's
1: it's definitely from something because I've definitely heard it. I feel like we've referenced. That's the the way to
2: get over somebody, Um, and he should get. He should get with Andy. Yeah,
1: I do think. Yeah, Uh, but the thing is, is Andy is not a rebound girl, so like that's the one concern. He
2: doesn't know that. We know that because this is a television show, and I get ten DMs a day seeing how. uh, Pacey and Andy are perfect together <laughs> I know but, but I'm saying
1: that like In my opinion I think if Pacey's Going to do the rebound thing Where he like needs to get under somebody else To get over somebody else I think he needs to go With some random girl not like A good girl like yeah. Andy who really Seems to have feelings for him He
2: tried he tried with Like with cheerleader Barbie, it didn't happen. The girl with who thought he had a heart stripe, (laughs) (laughs) a heart stripe. stripe You know things are really difficult when you're dating with a heart stripe. Fair. So, um, okay. So then basically she's like, you know, it's complicated. It's better to say nothing at all than talking about your feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, so Pacey's like, okay, like. It's time for me to go, and then he's like, "I don't even know who Pinter is." And she's like, "Stay in school, Pacey." Ugh, she's so kind. And I'm like, "Fuck off, Tamara! Yeah,
1: Tamara, go fuck yourself and get out of our TV show."
2: Um, yeah, when Pacey get back, out of our TV show.
1: <laughs> when Pacey goes back to see her cleaning up at the building, did you think they were gonna have sex again?
2: Uh, yeah mm-hmm. like I thought that they were going to Hook up in some capacity they did Less than ultimately than I was Expecting but so you know Pacey goes back to the warehouse to See her he's done his research on Pinter he like Spews a lot of bullshit like You know he doesn't Like the I didn't and blah yeah, blah Yeah blah. yeah yeah so um So he's like I Didn't come because I'm wounded Or I missed you He's like you know I'm fine and I'm over it. So he pulled like the Jessica Sterling approach to uh, dealing with a breakup. Yeah, except that like, he se- kisses her. Well, and he's like, sexually, we were pretty good together. But all other respects, we were on two different planets. Which is exactly. And I'm, gro- I'm grown up now.
1: Which is. Well, and exactly she's like, yeah, are. you
2: are. Let's yeah, you it. are grown up. She likes that he's being assertive. She loves she's when like, he's assertive. Say it again, daddy. Tell me how grown yeah. up you are. So they say goodbye And they do the thing Where like okay You're thinking like Okay like maybe They're saying goodbye But then like They turn around And they have a Passionate kiss Mm -hmm. Um And then they're like Stop we can't do this We're confused It's
1: inappropriate
2: It's inappropriate Um okay But then she's like You know Um I this is the first time I actually feel like I heard Tamara Like upset Like I could Hear her being upset Which was good because she's always been like so stoic Mm -hmm. and then this is what i think like we kind of needed and we get it in this classic pinter moment where he goes i just need to know one thing do you miss teaching quote unquote teaching um and she goes i do very much so and he's like i miss your teaching very much and then he leaves. And I think that this is what he needs. Like, this is the closure that he needed. It's like, did I mean anything to you? Or was I just somebody to fuck? Yeah. On a grassy knoll And here's the like, thing
1: I think for the first time Because I feel like When this whole Was The thing was happening In season one We were both like How do they have Anything in common It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense And I felt like Pacey finally said What we said Was that like Yeah maybe they had Sexual chemistry But they had Nothing in common Right Like and he yeah. finally Says it And so I feel like Wow you know what Points to Pacey For like finally Realizing that yeah they had good chemistry but beyond that it was all lust and like no substance
2: right yeah so i'm actually you know when i first discovered that tammy was coming back i was like fucking why and then i realized that like we kind of needed this like when pacey and tamara broke up the next episode we got Pacey like dribbling basketball. It was the detention episode, mm-hmm. so he was like dribbling basketball, showing off for the cheerleaders. I was like, okay, so this is weird. Like he seems like he's totally fine. Like this whole thing never happened. Mm-hmm. And I guess like what this is telling us is that he's actually been like thinking about her the whole time, and he's been upset the whole time. But it's in Pacey to just he was you doing know, my method. cover it up. He was faking it. You he made was doing it. your. Rem- pretending like he was okay like not being bothered pretending like he didn't think about her but he's been upset this whole time and I think like we really needed this moment for Tammy to come back and be like you know what like what we had like kind of did mean something even though it's like not anything that we want like it meant something more to her than just like Hooking up with a random student, right. and that's what Pacey needed to hear. Like Pacey needed to hear that he was like worth something, right. and like his sacrifice of like admitting that was like a lie and being like the laughing stock of the town, like meant something. That like he meant something to Tamara, and he needed to hear that she confirmed it in this weird way. And I think that's what he needed to hear at this moment. They at this point know that they're not going to work out ever, that right. this is just like a fleeting thing. Um, the kiss, it's like it happens like it happens. Like when you get like C and X and the chemistry's still there and you love each other because you've loved each other. Um, I mean, I don't know. You can debate all day if they actually did love each other. I just but, think like, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I hope that it's hard yeah I just hope that like to me there's I mean who knows how many Creek Weeks have gone by since she left and I mm-hmm. feel like it's I feel for Pacey because he was manipulated and he like he was gaslit and he was you know groomed and like all of the above and then she comes back randomly he has no notice and, like, I feel for Pacey. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, he really just gets, like, rocked back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, he... It's... What's he supposed to do besides go back to Tamara? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like he was so manipulated that you can't blame him for, like, wanting to see her again and be like, was that actually a real thing that happened? Um, But... Hopefully, this is the end of the Pacey Tamara saga. I mean, based on the way the episode ended with him and Andy, one would like to think that we wouldn't see Tamara again. Because um, like you said, this was kind of the closure that they
2: all needed. Um, I hope you we, would think. Yeah, I hope we maybe see her we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah.
1: Shall we move on to one of the main events of the storyline here? Dawson and Joey. Dawson and Joey. Making sure.
2: out. <laughs> Making out on the beach. um, You know, getting hot and heavy. This is like the most romantic place ever. This is that yeah. same place
1: that uh, Tacey and Tamara had sex.
2: Yes. So the and the same place that he brought Jen to for oh. their first kiss. Yeah. I felt like this is very like there's this very popular song that's going on right now by Olivia Rodriguez called Deja Vu, which is basically about like all the things that you and your girlfriend are doing right now is shit that me and you did back when we were dating. Oh, shit. And this is like so You were it, like Oh is, this it's, is his
1: spot This is where he brings All his girls
2: Yes yeah, Like it's so deja vu Like you know Jen would be Blasting this song On high volume I suppose um, be like, But how many places did this? Really are there On the creek This place Is somebody's Private property yeah, It is like, off limits Yeah so she but she's not comfortable like Joey is not comfortable there's too many external forces bothering her it's like too cold it's too buggy it's too sandy Mm -hmm. she wants to go somewhere like where it's romantic and like you know the mood is set Mm -hmm. Um, and Dawson's like this is the most romantic place ever like how can you like hate this place.
1: Yeah, I honestly, I like agree with Dawson. I felt like the place was pretty romantic. I see what you're saying, though. But Daw- Joey says Dawson is cheesy, and
2: she finds it unbearably sexy. Okay, Joey. Yeah, calm down. Sure thing. Um, I think that the issue is that um, I you get the thing is like when you're in this sort of situation, one like. One thing that's off can just set you off and that's all you're thinking about. Like I feel like a pebble in the back in my lower back. Like it's bothering me. Like you just can't concentrate. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what happened to Joey. Like, I think that like she just got in her head about all of it and just like couldn't do anything. That's so
1: fair. um
2: Yeah.
1: And the next scene we see, Dawson and Joey are in like a, an art class run by Laura, who we met b- previously, and this reminded me of a scene in Friends with um, Ross and Rachel Where Rachel wants to go to like a fashion like class seminar mm-hmm. And Ross like falls asleep during it Dawson seems extremely bored And I really liked I really liked how they did this right They give Joey an interest beyond Dawson And beyond moving out of the creek Which we already know she wants to do so we finally, she gets something that, and we we love Joey, and I feel like we already feel like she is a three-dimensional character, but I think that they've they've kind of put another puzzle piece into the puzzle of, like, now she has an interest, now she has a hobby, I don't want to call it a hobby because she'll get pissed at me, but now she has a hobby, and... Um, I really liked this and I especially liked it because I think it makes a ton of sense that Dawson does not appreciate art because even though films are considered, you know, works of art, they're in the arts, he needs a beginning, middle, and an end.
2: And mm-hmm. abstract art does not have a beginning, middle, and an end. No, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, um, this was very, very interesting. And I'm curious because, as you know, I follow um uh James Vanderbeek mm-hmm. and Katie Holmes and I've I've told you that Katie Holmes is a bit of an artist herself. I wonder if this is one of those things that they're like, "Hey, Katie Holmes loves art. Let's implement this into Joey." I think um, that would make
1: a lot of sense. And I love yeah. how they not only did that, but then they made it a thing that like her mom was an artist because. Yeah, I love that too. We didn't know anything about her mom's career, her. Yeah. nothing like that. And I think it makes so much sense because Joey is someone who like right, still waters run deep. Like there's a lot going on beneath the surface of Joey at all times and I think that coming out in artwork makes a ton of sense. And yeah, you know, I just think, and like you you know way more about artwork than I do. Like, could you
2: see how I was an art history mind? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, did were you impressed by the
2: I don't know what it was called, but the thing that looked like a little <laughs> expressionism. Yes,
1: expressionism. Were you impressed? And impressionist it? art. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so as you know, I'm a fan of more modern art. Like I like um the The painting that was in this show, Winter Mist, Mm -hmm. I actually really, really liked. So, yeah, like I have an appreciation for this type of art. Um, Do I sit there for hours and be like, what does this line mean? Absolutely not. There's plenty of people that do, but I appreciate modern impressionist, expressionist art more so than a classic landscape. So, yeah, I do have it. I do have an appreciation for... This art um, this art style and it's what I actually like keep in my home more of like an abstract Or a modernist art more so than anything traditional yeah so um but yeah like I mean I haven't I have an appreciation for it it makes sense that Dawson does not have an appreciation for it um, I also like how Laura, the interior designer from last um, episode, is coming back, becoming a mentor, mm-hmm. a regular figure for Joey to look up to and so that Joey can be inspired by somebody and learn from somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I
1: think it's a – like, I really like – I mean, obviously we know that it was on purpose that she was a woman, being that that was Joey's assignment last last episode – um, that she like, you know, she had to find a successful businesswoman, like single mom, whatever. But I really love that it is an older woman, and it's not only like could be a potential mother figure, right? Her mom was an artist, yes. but also yep. someone that like she aspires to someday maybe be. Um, yeah,
2: I'm really excited for her to have somebody to look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really exciting to me. So, yeah. So Joey gets out of this lecture with Dawson. And he talks shit about the painting, especially Winter Mist. He thinks it's just a blob of paint. Mm -hmm. And Joey's like, you know, she doesn't like these comments um, at all. She's she it doesn't sit right with her. Laura comes out and says that she's teaching an art class the next day and that Joey should come. And, you know, Joey's like, oh well, like I'm not a very good artist. Like, you know, my art skills peaked in the third grade, mm-hmm. which is like definitely like her putting her herself down because she doesn't have confidence in her talents. Right. But it turns so, out
1: she actually she's, good. she's really good and she goes to yeah. the class and Laura's really impressed. And Joey, I feel like, is used to kind of being a bit more down on herself, especially yep. Uh, in my opinion she's probably always lived in people's shadows like dawson yep. ha- is this huge film buff and he sees himself being like the next spielberg and he that's his ver- version of like his you know his passion in life and yeah i feel like i feel like next to dawson's passion for filmmaking like it'd be really hard to compare I feel like no one loves anything as much as Dawson loves filmmaking and so you're yep. kind of like
2: why bother with
1: anything if I'm not gonna love it as much as he loves films you know what I mean? yeah and,
2: yeah and I absolutely relate to that like I have I definitely struggle with like you know if I'm not the best at something then I feel like I'm not good at all mm-hmm. or like I always talk to you about like I have no passion yeah and it's because everybody it's just because like there's things that, I, like, I'm excitable, but there's some things that people are so passionate about that I kind of get intimidated by that energy. And it's like, well, I don't feel that strongly about anything as that person yeah. feels strongly about that one thing. So then in my head, I'm like, then that means I might, might not, must be, must not be a passionate person.
1: Yeah. And I think that I feel like Joey is in a similar vein to you. And like, she just yeah. like. She doesn't really view it as worthy. And I also think that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm like reading into things, but like she obviously didn't really explore much in the way of drawing for like the longest time Is the impression I got yeah. And I, I yeah. think there is A connection between like Her mom dies And that's something That was her mom's And so I feel yeah. like It probably brings up Those memories And she's just kind of like I don't want to think About that right now You know
2: Yeah I think that you're On track with that And the fact that You know um, As soon as her mom Probably started Stop painting um, That's probably when She stopped as well mm-hmm. And you know her her mom did it we learned that her mom was an artist she was self-taught she did it for fun she used to paint um or draw pictures from joey's favorite stories so
1: i love that so, detail i thought that was yeah, such was, a nice detail
2: it was a nice detail and then like probably like when that stopped in joey's life is then when joey for lost her love for art so yeah and if we it's think probably very it deeply intertwined yeah
1: and I also think that it's a tough moment too because like when you have a passion as a kid I feel like it's a little bit easier because kids really love things and so like Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe she didn't take it seriously because she's like oh that was something I just liked to do when I was a kid you know what I mean I don't think she ever took it seriously at all and so I think that like again Joey pissed me off like ever so slightly in this episode, but when you really cut down the layers of why she was upset, I feel like you can kind of understand it a little bit more.
2: Right, yeah. So, basically Laura says like, you know, you owe it to yourself to like give art a go, don't let your talent go to waste. And then eventually the next scene that we see da- uh Joey's when she's sketching and Dawson mm-hmm. comes up to her. And she shows him the sketch and he's like, you know, he is very condescending in this. He's like, he's like, oh, this is like a cute little project. Like, this is so cute. Like, your little art thing. He says, your whole art thing. You're really into this whole art thing. And then she's like, shy to show him. And he's like, oh, this is like a cute new interest. Like, this is like your new hobby. And it's like, she says to him, Dawson, why is your obsession with movies... Why is it that your obsession with movies is your life passion While my interest in art is just a hobby
1: Here's the thing This is where I will say I'm completely on the other side And I I think that honestly I believe Dawson in that it was a slip of the tongue I, like, I could see he was so excited for Joey. I think for him to be on that really, ride, Yeah, I think because here's the thing. You could see a different version of Dawson that's pissed that Joey is spending so much time on her artwork and not paying attention to him. But in my opinion, what he saw was like, Wow, Joey finally feels that way. Of, I feels something for something hmm. the way I feel about movies. Like she yeah. has a passion for something the way I do about films. And I think the way he said hobby, I really feel like it was a slip of the tongue. And here's the thing, he doesn't know that she's super passionate about it yet. To him, that just right. started a week ago. It could be a hobby. He doesn't I feel mm-hmm. like if you say to her Oh my gosh I'm so happy you found your life's Passion that is so much pressure To pursue some type of Artistry <laughs> yeah so I, I don't Know, I, don't know. I, I liked the way he dealt with it but I could also see why she got a little upset But I think she was like a little bit too sensitive About it
2: yeah no I do Think that Joey was being sensitive about it But I do feel like Dawson was Being condescending like I felt Like it was very the word like, hobby is Kind of yeah not it, it wasn't Even hobby it was just like he like he kind of like like laughs a little like oh like let me see let me see like I didn't feel like But you felt like that was genuine excitement like I just felt like it was It felt like a little it did feel condescending to me It felt like this is like your cute little project like think, let me see your art
1: I also think maybe he doesn't like when he does his movie making He is like eager to show it off to anybody right like he wants people to see it and I think yeah. Joey is very, like, I don't know, she's a little bit insecure about her artwork. And so she's not yeah. ready to show it off yet, especially to someone, like, as important to her as Dawson, where she really values his opinion. Yes. And I don't yes. think he gets that. Yeah. I don't think he understands that she's sensitive about it and he can't just mm-hmm. go butting in like he butted into her journal. Like, <laughs> I just don't think he gets yeah. that. But I do Artists- think his, his intentions were very pure, in my opinion. Mm.
2: Yeah. Artists are very can be very sensitive about their work. Yeah. And it's very it's like such a lonely process. Like when you're creating something yeah. and you're spending so much time on something and to show somebody else like what you've been working on and you hope that like they see anything good. It's a very vulnerable process. Um, So I can see why like Joey is very bashful. But Dawson does realize like he did like a bad like did a did a bad thing by saying it was a hobby. He tries to backtrack, but she has a big reaction and is ready to leave. And he's like, "You're gonna leave? Like you're gonna leave like this? Like we're not even finished?" And she's like, "You know what? Like our argument it was is unresolved. Like the art, like the winter, the winter whatever, Winter Soldier. What Winter, winter Soldier? What is it called? Winter Mist
1: or something? Wasn't
2: Winter Mist? I don't know. Um." Our argument's a blob So she She bounces She loves to Make a scene and leave She
1: really is a big fan of that Um (laughs) Yeah
2: I've never walked out On a conversation before But maybe I should try it Yeah
1: And here's the thing Like Um Do we Would you rather finish out Dawson and Joey right now Or bounce to Jack and Joey
2: Yeah let's go into The chronological order Okay
1: So so Jack and Joey end up at an art um, art exhibit together because Joey's going to go anyway. And Jack is yeah. like sitting there at work looking like a sad sack as he usually does. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Bessie's like pushing him out the door. Like, please do something teenager yeah. And
1: we find out that Jack actually is super into art. Uh, who knew? Um, they have something in common. And he actually is really into abstract art as well.
2: Yeah, very knowledgeable and um, very interested. And yeah, so he really appreciates expressionism. And this artist of um, that they're showcasing is called Jarvis. I don't know if this is like a real thing. Like I should probably know this. But um, so he they see Winter Mist, the painting in question that's just a blob. And he says he talks a lot about how like Yep, it's you know. real. Okay, so uh, evidently, this Jarvis fella um, has like two styles. He has like his like crazy, intense, like like colorful paintings, and then his paintings that are more like suggestive, I suppose. So I suppose Winter Mist falls into the suggestive category. Yeah, apparently and he
1: painted ch- it, and then he died from alcohol poisoning three weeks later.
2: So. Wow. So. It's sad. um, It is sad. So Jack finds this painting very intense and interesting which is the exact opposite of how Dawson found this painting to be. Um, And this makes Joey see Jack in like a whole new light. Like they have some good banter. Like they joke about how like Jack sucks at being a waiter um, But Jack wants Joey to take him seriously Like Joey's always making fun of him About being like a klutz and a sucky waiter Mm -hmm. And like she thinks that he's a dum-dum But like Jack's like really smart It's just not his fault that he's a klutz
1: Right and I think it's interesting Like I liked this episode for Jack Because all we've mm -hmm. known about him so far Is he sucks being a waiter He doesn't know how to mop And he's a good brother (laughs) to Andy. And that's really all we've known about him. And so, again, giving us a little bit more layers on, you know, for him to kind of peel back and see who he is as a character. And not only that, but it's nice that now he has something in common with Joey. um, Yeah. She doesn't have in common with Dawson.
2: Yeah. So um, this was um, talking about subtext. So Jack says a shallow person might look at this painting and think it's meaningless, But if you stare long enough, they're filled with great power, passion, and intelligence. So I think that Jack saw himself in um, Winter Mist. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, at first glance, you might think that I'm like a mess and not that great. Mm -hmm. But if you just like look at me and really get to know me and really like, you know, really get to know the real me, you'll see that like there's passion and intelligence and there's a lot to me. And Joey apologizes for judging him. And she's like There's like you know A lot more to you That I didn't realize And he's like You ain't seen Nothing yet sis Mm -hmm. Something like that And
1: this is when Like he basically Is like listen Draw what you love Like find what Inspires you and yeah. I also love, say, like, low-key, one of my favorite things about Jack as a character is how much he hates confrontation and fights. Anytime there's a fight, he's freaking out skis. Like, <laughs> like dips. As soon as Dawson walks up, he's like, it's okay, see you later, bye. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> bye.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, he has no interest in hanging around Dawson, no, that's for can't sure. can
1: um, But I, I did appreciate that advice from him to, to Joey. Yeah. I think it makes sense, and I feel like it makes... Like Jack seemed like a very wise Character and that's like we haven't He seen that is him
2: wise yet. it's because he's a Whole whopping year older than Nick. all The rest of them so mature So yes. smart
1: um,
2: so, so yeah Dawson um,
1: just wants Dawson Like again this is I, I, th- I appreciated This from Dawson he's like do you want to go see the exhibit Like I really want to do this with you Like I don't care if he's Interested in art he cares that Joey cares about art and so he's making The effort and I think to me that is Like Half the battle he doesn't need to be interested In it but the fact that he's trying to be For Joey to me says a lot
2: Yeah yeah but Joey's Already seen it. she doesn't need to do anymore So then Dawson's feeling Like a little like you're pushing me away You're closing yourself off like What's changed like what's the problem And then this is where Joey starts like Kind of freaking out. She's like, nothing's changed. That's the problem. We've always been Joey and Dawson. We'll always be Joey and Dawson. Like, it's been the same old story the whole time. And that just leaves Dawson fucking confused. I mean, Very it would confused. lead anybody
1: confused. Like, I feel like Joey says everything with subtext. Like, I, I like, yeah. I appreciate later how she is forth, you know, forthright with a little bit of information and basically. She draws Dawson and what she says is she drew what was important to her, what inspires her, what she loves. And this is the first yep. time we've heard the like mention of the word love between them.
2: Um, um isn't it? I assume. In a romantic sense. Yeah. Um well, I, I assume that she loved him. Well we knew, but, yeah, but I it's guess it's different so. to yes. say it.
1: Um yeah. and it's basically and I totally this is probably the most I've ever related to to Joey, to be honest, is when she says hmm. like I need something independent from you to hold on to because it seems like for her, it's like, you know, she, all she's ever cared about is Dawson. And that's just not like a healthy thing. It's like very codependent. Um, she says art is like the, the one thing, the first thing that's been important to her in a really long time. And To me it's like very much like She's finally found something that she cares about Besides Dawson And I think that's like both very scary For her and I also think She's scared of things changing Between her and Dawson because she's always been The like
2: subordinate the beta To his passion
1: for film right
2: Right yeah Yeah, she essentially says, like, if I lost you, then I would have, like, nothing else. So she just feels like she put all of her interest in Dawson. And if they didn't work out, then she wouldn't have anything at all. Which is like, you know, it's it's sad. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before, how, like, literally all Joey has is like basically Dawson. Right. Like no other friends. Like, you know, Not her much focus family. has been
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Her focus has been all with him. And he's trying to be supportive. He's trying to do the right thing. Like, you know, like I'm here for you. Like I'll support you. Whatever you need. And like I just don't know. Like I just don't want to fight anymore. And Joey's like, You I wasn't fighting with you. I was fighting with myself. Um, because a part of me wants to hold on tight and the other part wants to be To let you go and she doesn't know which one she wants more and he asks like you know this is like a bad spot to put Dawson in it's like what does this even mean like do you want to break up like do you not want to be with me like and she's like I don't know like this is I need more time to decide and it's like you know it's unresolved like this is very unsettling for young Dawson I
1: would be really pissed if I was Dawson because I just think it's like really To be honest, I think it's unfair for her to put him in this position. And I understand Mm -hmm. that she's not ready to make that decision yet. But in my opinion, like, if you're already thinking about it, it's only a matter of time before you act on that. And I'm not saying she's wrong for having those feelings or, like, wanting to maybe potentially break up and explore life alone and kind of figure out her passion for art and really focus on that. Like, I don't necessarily blame her. But I think it's really, yeah. like, a bad spot to put Dawson. It's not fair to him to kind of, like, leave him dangling. Like, how it's pretty much what he did to her. Like, he left her dangling for so long. And I feel like now she's kind of doing the same thing. But it may be slightly worse because they're already together.
2: Yeah, I know. I just feel as though... It's just a really awful I feel I did Feel for Dawson In this episode I just think That he is trying Although he's condescending I think That actually You know what oh my god here's another Hot take I don't Think Dawson is trying To be condescending I think It's just his voice and this is something That I've said about myself So many times people Call me condescending I'm like I'm not being condescending. Like, those are not the thoughts I have in my head. It's just my voice. the
1: delivery of it.
2: It's just my voice. It's just his voice. I
1: really think he's... I really do think he's trying and here's The thing it's like what the fuck is Happening in season two where I'm like Really liking Dawson and I have issues With what Joey's doing here's the thing I, I don't know. think Joey's a bad person like I think Every action that she's taking is very Justifiable and it makes sense for who She is as a character and as a teenage Girl right. and, and all these things but it's Still very frustrating to watch it's like Jesus Christ like you know me I hate I Can't stand a decision make a fucking Choice like break up with him or don't Don't leave him dangling it's way worse To do that rip the fucking band-aid off
2: If you're gonna do it, especially something somebody like Dawson. I feel is like just going to be overthinking this thing oh, yeah. and just being so upset and bothered by this. So um, we did propose this question. So on Twitter, you said, um, "I have it in writing." <laughs> I love
1: how this is. I feel like we're in a courtroom on Twitter. You said this.
2: That, yeah, this, I have it. Maury, I have evidence. <laughs> um, in season two, Dawson. Not blank 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 Whoa dot 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 That dot 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 Bad? (laughs) What is Life? Only four episodes in So plenty of time to make me hate him again Um and then Tom Palmer responds Hmm I would say that Joey and Dawson's relative placements in How much I like them is much Closer whether that is Dawson getting More likable or Joey Being less I don't Know I think it's both um I am always. I'm a loyal girl's girl. I, there is nothing that Joey can do to make her not be my number one fave. Number one fave. Uh, she's number one in my rankings. <laughs> I vote her to be top influencer. Oh yeah, why don't you?
1: Yeah, you should go through while we're while we're here anyway. If Joey is your number one, where the other ones fall? So we have Joey Dawson, Pacey. Jen, uh Jack, Andy, and then let's throw Abby in the mix because she's been around this season.
2: Okay. Number 1 um wait, least favorite to favorite or favorite well, to least favorite, however you want to do it. Number 1 Joey. Number 2 Abby. Number 3 Uh you have PC Jack, Jen, Andy. I I, I know who oh, I Hatton's have. I letting you know. I know who I have. I just don't want to <laughs> say this out loud. Um, number 3 maybe no, Pacey, number 4 Dawson, number 5 Jack, number 6 Jen. You forgot Andy. Number 1 <laughs> Joey, number 2 Andy, number 3 Pacey, number 4 Dawson, number 5 Andy, number 6 Jack, number 7 Jen. <laughs>
1: Andy twice instead of Abby, but I know what you meant. It's fine. It's fine. (gasps) Number one. Oh
2: my god. Number (laughs) one. Joey. Number two. Abby. Number three. Pacey. Number four. Dawson. Number five. Andy. Number six. Jack. Number seven. Jen. Okay. Um.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think. I think that pretty much sums up number one. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we move on to the uh, sassy saying a word? Uh, yeah. I, didn't I, I, I got directly quoted mine earlier, but I'll, I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll say it. What's yours? Mine is uh, from Vincent when he says he's not interested in playing a blue collar pinup for some oversexed, condescending teeny bopper. Cause I thought that was a good line.
2: Mine is Jen. Damn it. You're such an ass. I also liked that one
1: I almost I nearly had an Abby quote Especially the one where she's like uh, Stop being mad because you're
2: rejected No that's you Jen um, That's <laughs> you um, That's no yeah That's what you do you get rejected yes, You fucking that's loser you, um, She also says something Along the lines of um, Dawson is just a guy With a motor mouth and a limp billy club <laughs> What <laughs> who said that Dawson has a Limp Billy
1: yeah she also I think she Also mentions there's like oh there's Tons of guys around with a dick or so She doesn't say those words but it's Something like that um there's
2: it's tons like What of are you talking here. about I am sure Dawson doesn't have that problem <laughs> we Don't know yet. I would be very I think That he has the opposite problem mm, yes that's boner. what I think um yeah. shall We do feedback Yes, so um once again I I put out there that uh you know give some feedback. Let us know what you think, you know, you know. Um and where did I, okay, and then all of my friends come out with Oh my god, I love Pacey and Auntie together, Pacey's development of a character. Another one. I love the intensity of Andy's love. Another one. The stare that Pacey gives Tamara and Andy was so good for Pacey. Love them together. So I'm going to. I have a crazy prediction, Jess. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Like, put I'm this sitting in the box. down. I'm sitting down. Make sure you clip this for any future predictions yep. shows that we have. I think that Andy and Pacey are one hundred percent getting together. <gasps> no, shocking! And I think that Pacey, um, I think Andy's really good for Pacey. Guys, stop spoiling
1: things for Sarah, even though she knew it was coming. No, no,
2: don't reprimand these people. <laughs> <laughs> they're do they're excited. Don't they reprimand excited. them. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's totally so that was fine. a lot of
1: the feedback we got was that
2: everybody loves Andy, and soon Sarah. Everyone will too. loves Andy. And Andy and Pacey together. Yes. I think that I need a little bit more time for Andy. I mean, we're just still, it's because, still early.
1: It's still early days here. Early days, yeah. early days. But, um.
2: Like, nobody, there's nobody that I love more than Joey. So, yeah. I don't know how anyone's going to tell. Well, we'll that. see. It's a teen drama. You know how it goes. It's a roller coaster. How bad would it be if I just, like really cement myself in and just like for seven seasons be like yes my number one character is, is joey, joey. And she turns out to be awful and she turns out we'll to be see. awful. um we got our email um an email from our friend dirtbag kelly yes. um so just a few things before my recap the pay okay the pasty pond thing is a quote from Kevin Williamson, you can find it online if you want, but it's in reference to him talking about Joshua Jackson's character growth in season two as the season Williamson left the show oh, so this so Kevin Williamson is the showrunner or the creator? Okay. I'm that's, oh, a, question. that's a question.
1: I thought you were telling me. Well now I'm confused hold on Okay
2: so this is in reference to The other week me saying like I've Heard people say that season Two is pa- called Pacey's Pond he is and, the
1: creator Kevin Williamson. okay so is the creator.
2: Kevin Williamson apparently left at Season two and They had they spent a lot of Time season two growing P- uh, Pacey's character okay great Was going to bring it up But wasn't sure if it's too Spoily spoilery Um, I believe it's in the 20 year recap article from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay, I can't read that, but in three years, I will (laughs) read that article. (laughs) Also, I don't know if Jess brought this up, but the whole how um, kids talk was a big deal at the time, the who's sexual being thing. Um, I don't know if there's a marketing ploy, but I remember it kind of being a big talking point about the show. That makes sense. I don't know if it. So, like, okay. so here is uh, some remarks. Didn't start off in Dawson's room. I think that the coming down the ladder is like a new beginning. No more starting off in Dawson's room.
1: Yeah, because they can't make out there anymore. So what are we going to do?
2: Yeah, we are going to always start off with Dawson. I think that's a given, but not necessarily in Dawson's room. Mm -hmm. Who knew that it would bring uh, Dumbo would bring Andy and Pacey together? I didn't know. No. Who knew?
1: I just no. Of, ugh, it's just like a movie.
2: Dirtbag Kelly hates Tamara like all of us do. Yep. Um, Andy playing with a boxer this whole time cracks me up. Me too. That was the first thing that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, not. OK. So now we have some like aggressive like I don't like pasty energy and he doesn't deserve Andy because we know that Kelly is Be like Andy Andy's fan. number one stand. Yeah. And like he calls her cute, and says that Vincent is a creep. Vincent um, is a creep. So, yeah, I um, it. and wants to know what's up with these guys in forbidden romances. So, Kelly was on your page. He's
1: got a point.
2: Yeah. So a couple things from this episode. What is up with uh, the weird Mitch Pacey interaction? Uh, the man, the myth, the legend handshake. Oh, when did they? When did they interact? I don't remember oh
1: it was when It was when Pacey goes To see Dawson at their House and Mitch is leaving It's a very oh, brief I, interaction
2: I don't remember he that He does say like the look man look in the back. Myth, the legend
1: Yeah it's a very very brief interaction
2: Oh right yeah. I didn't remember that whole Interaction mm-hmm. Um He said it was like a subtle thing but made him laugh yeah. Also weird interaction between Mitch and Tamara Yeah yes,
1: we felt the vibe too I'm glad he felt the vibe too we're yeah okay so ones. it's
2: not just us no. Yeah like it was definitely weird Joey and Dawson bicker Most of the episode about really nothing But it's just Dawson can't say anything Or do anything to make Joey happy Um. I think I we talked this through From
1: both sides yeah. I, I do see yeah. both perspectives But I do lean more on yeah. the like Joey's being a bit unreasonable and a bit Overly emotional mm.
2: but I I get yeah. why I get why Ooh, Overly emotional I don't like that I don't like that you said a pac- overly <laughs> emotional <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. That's like gross Don't say that Well she's just um, I
1: shouldn't mean over emotional I meant oversensitive. Is the word I meant
2: Ugh Sensitive uh. <laughs> Um We get our first glimpse Of Jack To see a little bit more Of his character mm-hmm. Which I'm excited about Um And then also Jack gets out of Dodge When Joe uh, Dawson shows nice. up Interesting I do think that this is A perfect setup For a potential Jack and Joey romance I felt the vibes And I don't hate it. They have stuff in common. I can feel that like Jack definitely is developing feelings for Joey. He has a little bit of a crush. Um, I don't know how this is going to fit in because um, it seems like Joey has like a lot of dating, dating people potential. A lot of options. options. A decent amount of Andy this episode, which always makes them happy. Um, I find it hard to believe that Andy hasn't asked a, um, a- around and heard the Pacey rumor. OK, this so I think that this is going to be the ultimate thing that ruins Pacey Ooh. and Andy. Put this in the books as a prediction. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to get together. They're going to be dating. And this rumor is going to get brought up. And then Andy is going to remember, like, wasn't that, we that weird her. girl? Yeah, I feel
1: like the only way she did. I think the only reason she doesn't know is because it's like a half. It's like we're already we're in the same semester. So we're only in the second half of the school year. But I mean, things move very quickly in Dawson's Creek, Creek. In the Creek. Yeah. And I also think that. She's only hanging out with seemingly PC, so she's not hearing it from him. Who the hell else is she going to hear it from? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But I,
2: that is a good point, Kelly. I did not think about the I th- fact No, that it's it. definitely going to make it back to her. I can feel it. Okay. I thought that while I was watching the episode. She's I just know it. it. Kelly feels like it's highly suspect from his girl, but she'll he'll let it slide. Okay. Um, quick random question. Do we think that Jen and Andy's first... What do we think that Jen and Andy's first... Interaction is going to be like since they haven't crossed paths and really Have no reason to do so right now Um god I'll let you say first before
1: I say because I don't know I don't think I Remember but
2: yeah I honestly don't know how much they have in common except for The desperation that they're both new and need (laughs) to make friends so I think Eventually they're going to become friends (laughs) um but I don't really know what they have in common. Um, I think that Andy is too happy for Joey and too, like, goody-goody for Jen. But I think that, like, all of them are desperate to have a friend. Like, all these people have one friend in their Mm -hmm. lives. So I think that they're going to be friends eventually.
1: I feel like their first interaction is not going to be good. And I think it's because of Abby. (laughs) I feel oh, like... Oh, you
2: do think that Abby is going to
1: be, like, fully mean to Andy? A hundred percent. That's just the vibe Oh, that that's so...
2: Abby, like, what did
1: Andy do to you? I just you? think that it's going to happen. I feel like she's going to call yeah. her, like, a goody two-shoes or something.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, ladies, great work as always. Um, you're part of the Monday routine now. Aww. Um, I'll try to find the My Life... um, My So-Called Life podcast and get back to you. But... He says that he's not as knowledgeable on that as Dawson's Creek. So um, after this podcast, I am going to tweet at you the link for my gift to you since I am so generous.
1: Thank you for your feedback as always, Kelly.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um, Margarita. (laughs) Really kicking in right about now. Uh, We got our fashion hour. Yes. Fashion hour time. Okay, so we have two fashion awards in our fashion hour: the Rachel Green Award for the most nineties outfit, and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. First up, our first nomination for the Rachel Green Award is Andy with her Oshkosh Bagash uh, chic. <laughs> she, we got a, a little, a little purple t-shirt, a um, shorts overall situation. And some white keds and her hair is like half up, half down. Pretty cute. Pretty cute. She is fondling that underwear. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: um, Jess, what I'm, do you think?
1: At the minute I saw the overalls in the episode, I was like, oh, I wish it was my week because, you know, I would have selected these for you to pick from. So I'm very happy that you were so generous to me as to put in overalls. You know, I love an overall. Yeah. I think mean, this is a cute outfit is I mean, I think it's it's a little bit like she looks really young Like it does age her down quite a bit But I just love Like this is These are back Overalls are back I don't think this style Like they're very baggy And I think like a more modern approach Would be like a little bit more sleek But I love right. a head with an overall I think it's such a cute look So I'm into it Yeah Not with the boxers it's very youthful though. You
2: drop the dirty boxers at, <laughs> Drop the dirty boxers um, Next up we have Dawson Um This is the uh, scene where he's talking to Pacey. He is wearing this like white, um, this red maroon shirt with a big old stripe in the middle and some like white detailing. He's wearing some like khaki cargo pants, some thick white socks and some black and white van like shoes or Converse like shoes. What do you think? Oh, and he's wearing his iconic necklace that uh James Vanderbeek um his mom made that necklace.
1: These socks are the most 90s things ever. To wear like very these chunky. Like, very long white socks and like bunch them yeah. all down by your ankles. Yeah. Especially the cargo pants. And this is like a differently a different outfit. Like I feel like we've never seen Dawson in shorts. I feel like he's always in pants. <laughs> he has nice uh thick calves. He does have good calves. I like the shoes a lot. I the only thing that's not Really killing it for me is the shirt Um I, I like a cargo
2: short I think like do you get those Pockets um Have as many pockets exactly. as you want You can put anything in it you can put your Fishing equipment yeah, good you could put go. your Cell phone your palm pilot Anything you want so I don't mind it I think It's fine cool Last in this category We have Abby Morgan Um wearing A black cami And a snakeskin green skirt and some black tights. But over it all, we have this little mesh jacket with some, like, embroidered polka dots on it. She's, uh, basically an invisible... Jacket. What do you think of? Um, and this is the scene where she they go like man hunting for Vincent. Yes. I'll, um, I'll what do you think about this outfit? I yeah. hate
1: it. I hate it so much.
2: Oh no! I think the
1: skirt. I don't like. I really am not a huge fan of like animal print in general. But of all of the animal prints, to me, like snakeskin is one of the worst. I, yeah. I don't understand the jacket like I don't understand its purpose or why it exists or why someone would wear it because it's basically nothingness that you're just throwing across your arms. It's not going to keep you warm. Right. It's not yeah. even really a fashion statement because it's pretty much translucent. I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Which which it takes it out of the running for me. I just think it's hideous and I don't want to pick it to win. Um okay, so I'm stuck I between you. Let's see Andy Andy And Dawson Gosh I love Andy's you know I I have to do it I have to do it it's an overall Of course it's gonna win I had To do it
2: all right Andy Congratulations for winning the Rachel Green Award for the Most 90s outfit Um next up we have the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness Award Um first off we have joey in this really cute like maroon dress with like some skinny straps and it doesn't have much shape to it but it curves to all of the right spots we have this like her hair is in a braid a braid in the back um and her necklace, she has like this little bead necklace. She's wearing some sort of hoops. So beautiful, so elegant. It's um, it's a uh, right above the knee. This dress, but she's so tall that it just looks like um, like a midi dress. She's so pretty.
1: I love this look for her. This is a look that like only certain. I mean, everybody wear anything you want, obviously. But I feel like this is a type of dress that's really flattering on people who are like very tall and lanky, um, and kind of like stick straight, right? Because this would cur this would like touch yeah. all of the wrong places on my body, but it looks right gorgeous. Yeah. And I just I love red on Joey. I just think something about it is so beautiful with her like her skin tone and the color of her it's hair. So good. It's just and I think like the necklace. I think everything about it just screams to me like simple chic. Like it's very yeah. simple, very plain. Yeah. And so it fits Joey's personality, right? Like she's not somebody who likes to like accessorize all over the place. But I think it's just enough and it works perfectly, especially with that like yeah. red lipstick she likes to wear, that like brownie red lipstick. Um, yes. I yes. love it. I love it.
2: Yeah. Oh uh this is uh this dress style is called a slip dress. Yes. It slipped my mind for a second. There you go. Look at that. I remembered. Next up we have Tamara and this is when Pacey goes and finds her at her house. She is wearing this little sun hat, which I love this little sun hat um with like a black bow in the back and she is wearing like this very like classic black long dress. Um it's just like a such a classic outfit. This is a very like Calvin Klein silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um just a basic, but it's a basic because It's completely timeless.
1: This bitch buys like fossil watches and like Mary Kay. What is it? Is it Mary Kay like bags? Like I feel like she is all in on the the latest trends. God damn it, Tamara. I hate you as a character, but I love your fucking fashion sense. Yeah,
2: she always dresses well. It's
1: very annoying to me. I want to hate her, but I love. I'm sorry, but can I fucking get that hat? Can I go to the beach in
2: that fucking hat? Yeah, You know I would love that hat. Yeah, it's cute. I like it.
1: Everybody loves an LBD. Nobody can deny it.
2: Right. It's fine. I don't. I don't deny it. I love her. I don't love her, but I love her style. So, right. Me too. Last up, we have a casual look back to Joey. Joey's hair is like in a messy type bun. She's wearing this like really cute orangey. Flannel shirt um, A white camisole And some Nice little jean shorts With her black and white converse Matching shoes with Dawson Wild couples that buy The same shoes stay together Apparently Um, What do you think about Joey's Like casual look and by the way this is when She this is towards the end of the episode Where she's like I don't know if I want to break up with you or if I want to stay with you because I have no passion in life besides you. Mm -hmm. I
1: like this outfit. With her
2: backpack, by the way. I love that
1: red backpack. This, to me, screams, like, I'm an artist and I'm about to go paint, so I don't really care too much about my outfit. Um, (laughs) Right. I love those. I wish those types of shorts would come back in style. They're, like, a little bit baggier, a little bit, like, boxier. And I just think, like, the length on them is really flattering because they're not... I mean, she's a tall girl, so obviously they, they... almost hit mid thigh for her not quite yeah I- those
2: uh those shorts would get to my knees and they are like At the top of her thigh I don't know how I just
1: like the simplicity of the outfit And the messy bun I think it's a good casual look for her Again like does she look like She raided Dawson's closet a little bit With the orange like uh, flannel I don't know I don't think so I think the flannel does The flannel looks like a men's flannel Which I don't have a problem with I actually think it looks great Mm. on her Again men's and women's clothing It's all just you know society and nonsense Anyway Sure Point being that you can dress however you want to dress. And I, I do like this casual look from Joey. But here's the thing. Thank God we had such a beautiful look from Joey with the red dress. Because I almost had to give the point to Tamara. Because you know I love the <laughs> LBD. You know I love an LBD.
2: I know. But I'm, she looked good. I
1: have to give it to Joey in her red dress. Because I just think this tone of like a maroon on her is gorgeous. This wine red is just perfect. And
2: I love it. So Joey is getting gorgeous, stunning. my point congratulations we love you um love the look um i i mean tomorrow's return i understand why it ha- had to happen it need to happen we need to get some closure mm-hmm. it's fine it's okay um it's over now it's over now next up it's over we need
1: to get your predictions yeah. on to episode five full moon rising
2: Oh no. Okay, so I think that Dawson is um he's ready to start puberty. So then he goes out to the bush. And something bites him and he thinks that he's taken over by a werewolf. Oh so then he goes to a fortune teller. I'm just telling the story of the horrible really Boy, Meets, Boy World Meets World episode that we watched, <laughs> Full Moon Rising. This also is in correlation sponsored by our Astrology Podcast. If you have not heard our Astrology Podcast, please go and listen to that. We talk about um, astrological signs and then assign them to Boy Meets World characters. Um I, I don't know. This is ridiculous. Okay. Full moon rising. Could be there's astrology. Gonna be
1: there's going to be a full moon in Dawson's Creek.
2: Yeah. People Seems be to crazy. be so. You know,
1: crazy things yeah. happen on a full moon.
2: I've witnessed That's it multiple times. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah. Coming up on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, we have Grace Leader coming on to talk about uh, a league of their own, which I have not seen. Sarah and Grace have both seen in the infamous Baseball May is that right? Ba- May in baseball, baseball season. What are we
2: oh, Gosh, it's like a really awful hashtag. I think it's just called Baseball May, but I hate it.
1: Swinging into May with baseball. Anyway, um, that's coming up. So that'll be really exciting. Give that a listen. Um, it should be coming out the week that you're listening to this. Um, and obviously, as always, Boy Meets World, Dawson's Creek, all those haps, all the happenings. Um, mm-hmm. Should we tease? Should we tease our second baseball
2: podcast for the month? I feel like we should. <sighs> sure. Like, um, if you are a long-term time listener of our podcast and have listened to our boy meets world content, we've talked about this movie a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: It's one of my favorites.
2: Um, that is, and Jess is a co-writer on the script. <laughs> so,
1: and the guest is a familiar voice. Uh, this person has been on one other time. So maybe we'll just leave the tease
2: there. Yeah, that's enough of a tease. Yes.
1: Also, Sarah, would you like to tell the listeners about our appearance on RJP recently? Rob has a podcast if they want to give it a listen.
2: So um, we were on a podcast called um, Reality Rewind with Rob's sister, Nino and Chappelle, who is our great, great, great friend and our uh, first and only two-time guest on this podcast. And we covered the 90s into early 2000s show Blind Date. Um, and we had a really great time. So um, give that a listen. You should see that. Um, if you follow us on, on shit '90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram, you'll definitely see us promoting that and tweeting at it. So check us out there. It was a lot of fun. They're spectacular. And it was just a a great time.
1: Yes. It basically send it. Be, no,
2: not send it.
1: Oh, booyah. blend it. Booyah, blend it. Love ya. Love ya.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now you know what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: it was like, it, honestly, it is like Marie uh, Marie Kondo's dream. It is so fucking messy and it is so amazing. So definitely give that a listen. Uh, and as always, I'm over on Community Building with Josh Wiggler on Posher Recaps. If you would like to check us out there, uh, we are watching Community. So definitely check us out. Um, I think those are all the plugs. We had a lot of plugs this week. I think those are all the plugs we have, though. Yeah, that's enough plugs. Okay, enough plugs. We'll let you guys go. You've been here forever. Get on out of here. Go. Go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the podcast. That's the end of the podcast. Shit okay, bye,
1: everybody. Shit shows me.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.